Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson number 7 for Friday, December 14th. Well, we are on the last day. And I gotta tell you, I'm spent <laughs> a lot of studying, a lot of thinking, a lot of rethinking and unlearning things that I thought I knew and understanding in a more Christ-centered, more beautiful, more gospel-focused all of these things, uh, fear of God, giving Him glory. We didn't even get a chance to talk about that, have we? We'll save it for later <laughs> for um, another podcast. I want to read to you a good paragraph on Friday that uh, I recommend that you also read and, and think. It's very deep, very powerful. It's by one of our um, pioneers, Jane Andrews. Uh, it says this, The importance of the Sabbath as the memorial of creation is that it keeps ever-present the true reason why worship is due to God. Here it is. It's because He is the Creator and we are His creatures. The, the Sabbath therefore lies at the very foundation of divine worship, for it teaches this great truth in the most impressive manner, and no other institution does this. The true ground of divine worship, not of that on the seventh day merely, but of all worship, is found in the distinction between the Creator and His creatures. The Sabbath presents for us a distinction. It allows us to see the difference between God as our Creator and us as His creatures. And I thought that was a very good uh, paragraph, and it finishes, finishes with this last sentence. This great fact can never become obsolete and must never be Forgotten. That is, that is from a book that uh, Dr. Andrews wrote called The His History of the Sabbath from Chapter 27. And I, and I wrote that, that last statement. Um, this lesson, this fact, must never be forgotten. You know, lessons that are unstudied, that are not reviewed frequently, lessons that are neglected become lessons that are forgotten. And it's not that we will forget the Sabbath, but we can certainly forget the reasons why Sabbath exists. It becomes, one of the functions of it is becomes a very practical reminder of distinction. I am not the creator. I did not make myself. I am a creature made by a loving creator. That's Sabbath, and I can forget that. The Jews certainly forgot that when Jesus was here on earth. Um, you know, as far as lessons, right, I thought about reviewing and, and studying and it brought back memories of when I was in nursing school. And I'm going to share something with you. Uh, I saw this. Um, we had a large class. We always began every semester with a large class. But, you know, the majority of those that never made the cut were those that consistently chose to study alone. And our biology professor, um, Dr. Jeffrey, he told us, uh, don't study alone. You won't make it through my class if you study alone. And it became true that the higher, the more difficult the classes, the more I realized I needed to study with other people um, so that the lesson could be best understood and remembered, of course. Um, there is this uh, temptation to study by ourselves and think that's the best kind of studying, but it's not. And Dr. Jeffrey also told us, don't just study with anyone, um, especially after midterms. See... Uh, those people that you saw taking a lot of notes, those that, you know, go to study hall, those that take this seriously, study with them, he said. Study with them. 
and so I studied with all the moms <laughs> I gravitated to if I saw someone you know talking about I have to pick my kids from the babysitter whoop, that's someone that I want to be studying with because I saw this consistent pattern mothers moms were great at being organized very organized in general of course great time management all of them had their assignments way ahead of time done completed they always were ahead of the game they had the syllabus memorized and I, I gleaned these good habits these good study habits from these nursing mom well these nursing moms they were not nursing you know what I'm trying to say there were moms that were in nursing classes <laughs> not moms that were breastfeeding they were not nursing moms they were moms in nursing and I learned a lot a lot and those things that I learned there it, it really become parallel to the spiritual life don't just study with anyone don't study with people that are always picking fights don't study with people that are into conspiracy theories don't study with people that are only study to fight and prove how wrong other people are don't study with those people study with people that in in their conversations you you hear that this there's this natural inclination towards spiritual things towards the grace of god study with people that exude this uh, um aroma of a, a good prayer life a prayer life that i mean we're all growing we have ups and downs but there's consistency and you know that this person prays by the way they pray they're not praying to try to impress you you can actually tell they are praying thinking and they're literally in their hearts in their minds eye in the very presence of god their words express a confidence a trust an abiding peace a personal experience that God's promises are true. Study with those people. You know, the Bereans, they studied not alone. They studied daily with each other, comparing the things that they heard from teachers and comparing them with what the scripture said. God honored that. Be a, a good nursing mom. <laughs> and you know what? These nursing moms, these nursing moms, they studied with each other. They formed clubs, they, they, they got together and they exchanged, you know, index cards and study notes and did you get this and oh, by the way, he said this and they would exchange notes and they got great grades. They did great and I benefited from that immensely and I learned how to study to a great degree from these wonderful ladies that were so committed in, you know, they, many of them regretted that they didn't do this, you know, sooner but now they were going to do it and they were going to make it count. You and I don't get a second chance at life, my friend. You and I don't get a second chance at learning who God is. And I'm speaking about the entirety of our lives. I don't want to be found at the end of my life wishing I had studied the way I should have. I don't want to find myself at the end of life realizing I have forgotten this lesson. That I am a creature made by a loving creator who longs, who desires to place in me a fear, a hatred for sin. That's the fear of the Lord. To fear sin because of what it has done to him, to what it has done to the universe, to what it has done to the human race, to what it has done to my friends and family from church, to what it has done to me. May you and I choose to have Bible dates <laughs> in which we are continually uh, strengthening and committing to having a consistent devotional life. More than that, my strongest appeal to you at the end of this week is for you to commit 
to seeking to find someone to study with on a regular basis. And what I mean by study is not Tuesday night at Monroe or Wednesday night at Oakwood or wherever. I'm talking about you and someone else as friends. If it's, if it's over the phone, let it be over the phone. If it has to be over Skype or FaceTime, let it be over that. It, if, it's, if it can be face-to-face, -face, awesome. But you and I need that fellowship, that interaction with someone else. Because in doing so, Jesus manifests himself in a special way. Yes, the devotional time, the time alone, that closet time with God is crucial. But Jesus also promises a very special blessing where two or three are gathered in his name. I want to experience that. I want to experience that in my family. I want to experience that in my church. I am praying for you that you will choose to experience this for yourself as well.